On this second episode of New Grad to ICU, we're going to be talking about medication safety and ways to prevent medication errors. Hey guys, what's up? This is Sean from the Nurse Dose Podcast, and today we're going to be having a little more of a serious conversation in regards to new grads going into the ICU, um, kind of in relation to this trial that has been going on with Redonda Vot. And if this is something that you have not um, heard of yet, I'll just do a brief overview of what kind of happened. Um, so Redonda Vot, um, allegedly, and I guess now that she has been actually convicted, um, she had a patient that was going down to the CT scanner, um, and I guess was a little anxious. Um, so the doctor ordered, uh, some Versed to give to the patient in order to calm them down. Um, but whenever she pulled out the medication, she went to the Pixis and over tried to override the Pixis in order to get some Versed. And she supposedly typed in VE and then Vecuronium came up and that's what she took out of the Pixis and administered to the patient. Um, Vecuronium is a paralyzing agent. Um, and supposedly the patient was unmonitored down in the CT scanner and, um, caused the patient to stop breathing and uh, ended up coding down in that CT scanner, uh, which then ended in the patient ultimately dying. Um, so this is a very big sentinel event. It's a very, um, it, it's just tragic that, that this happened um, for both obviously the family of the patient, the, the patient in general, and um, for Redonda Vought, because that is just something that um, that is the ultimate medication error. Um, so it, it is a very sad thing to hear about and to see um, happen in your field. Um, and the thing that goes along with it is now there are a lot of new grads or people in nursing school that are now afraid to um, come into the working environment um, with all of this, um, litigation, um, and stuff like that. And I'm not going to speak on the trial and the, um, conviction and the charges and all that. That is not what my platform is for. It is becoming a very polarizing subject in nursing at a time when we should be coming together. Um, so I'm not going to be focusing on that at all. I'm going to be talking about how, you as a new grad or somebody new to the ICU can reduce uh, the chances and help prevent medication errors like this from happening or even really small medication errors. But honestly, any medication error that is made is a big deal and should be treated as such. Now, what exactly is a medication error? Like what is it defined as? Um, so a medication error can be defined as an error that refers to mistakes in either prescribing, dispensing, and then ultimately giving that medication. 
Um, so this is a very huge problem when it comes to medicine and it's a lot of it seems to be swept under the rug and kind of handled internally. The only ones that you really hear about on the news are the really big ones. And so that's kind of what I wanted to start off with a lot of people. And I would say almost everyone has made everyone who has been working as a nurse for a significant amount of time has made some form of medication error. Um, the people that say that they have never made a medication error probably just did not realize it, which is scary in itself. Um, there, there can be small things like giving it at the wrong time, um, prescribing, you know, putting in the order wrong that the physician put in. Those can all be medication errors, even though it might not lead to actual harm of the patient. It is still considered a medication error. And now all this is not to try to scare you. It's just to give you the information that you need to know to realize how big of a problem this actually is. And there is actually a paper that goes over um, from 2021, uh, Medical Dispensing Errors and Prevention. And in it, it says, each year in the United States alone, seven to 9,000 people die due to medication errors. And with that comes an exorbitant amount of money that is associated with these errors and how much of a toll it takes on our healthcare system. Um, so this is a huge deal just because uh, this one incident comes up doesn't mean that there aren't a lot more just like it that are hiding back in the shadows. So you as a new grad or as somebody new to the ICU need to understand that this is something that you have to be aware of and something that has to be your priority when it comes to dispensing um, medications to the patients or administering them yourselves. Now, within any system, any hospital system, there should be some safeguards that are already built in to help keep the, the patient as safe as possible. And these include, one, the EMR, whenever the physician or whoever is ordering the medication, it will pop up if there is some kind of um, contraindication to the medication being ordered, if there's a wrong dose, if there's a wrong site. Um, if there is a possible adverse reaction with other medications, if there is an adverse reaction with different um, conditions that the patient is experiencing currently. So the first two barriers to making a medication error are going to be the physician who is ordering the medication and the EMR at, in which the physician is putting in this order. Next, the medication order goes through pharmacy, and this is where it is checked again for uh, correct dose, correct indication, um, all that stuff before it is to be verified and dispensed to the nurse to give to the patient. It is then the nurse's responsibility to check the medication, check the labeling to make sure that it still matches up to the order that has been verified by pharmacy, that has been ordered from the physician, um, that the EMAR allowed to be ordered, uh, even if there is any conditions, um, to make sure that this is the right drug to give to the patient. Now, when it comes to the nurse administering these medications, they should go by the six rights of medication administration. And this is going to allow for the nurse to just do a quick um, reassessment of the medication of the patient um, and uh, 
the actual administration of the drug to make sure that it is correct. So the six rights of medication, it was actually five whenever I was in nursing school. And this is something that they drill into you. And I know all you nursing students have either heard the five or the six rights of medication administration. And it is so important in that it is why it is drilled into you in nursing school. So the six rights are you have to have the right patient, you have to have the right medication, you have to have the right indication for use, which I think this is the new one that I wasn't taught in nursing school, the right indication. Next is the right dose, then you have the right time and then the right route. So is it gonna be going IV? Is it gonna be going um, PO? That is something that also, if it's given in the way that it is not ordered, it is technically a medication error. Now, the real issue comes about whenever you bypass one of these checks um, and you kind of circumvent that, um, that internal check system to make sure that you are not making an error. And the most prevalent way that this happens is when a verbal order is given and then the medication is overridden in the Pixis or OmniCell or whatever you're using to get your medication. If there is no check and balances that go through pharmacy, through the EMR, through um, all of those checks, then there is a good chance of making an error that way. Now, when it comes to emergency situations like code blues or in intubations and things like that, verbal orders are pretty common. It is unfortunate that um, our culture of nursing is this way in which we are expected to take verbal orders um, and then pull the medications out of the Pixis without a order um, that is actually in the computer and verified by pharmacy. So this is a big way and this is the way that this error was made. This is one of the ways that this error was made. There were many things that were um, kind of circumvented that led to this um, terrible accident. Now I will say that I have a very strict rule for myself that I will not put in uh, or I will not act on verbal orders unless the doctor is there with me when I am administering the drug. And before I administer the drug, I make sure to read back again the order and then show them exactly what I am giving. Um, this is mainly in um, the event of a rapid sequence intubation or uh, code blue in which the doctor may be unable to put the order in at that instance and the patient needs that medication. And this is where it's going to get really iffy with this um, with, with this trial and stuff because now a lot of nurses are saying that they will not take any verbal orders ever again and that the doctor will have to be putting in orders. And I agree that doctors do need to be putting in their orders um, because that is one of the ways that we make sure that these medication errors aren't made. But there are certain situations, certain emergency situations in which a verbal order might be appropriate. Um, so it, it just comes down to your hospital's policy and your individual physicians. Now everyone's going to be different and it's kind of something that you have to learn as you go along on the unit. Now I will say that you may have to develop a little bit of a backbone in order to tell these doctors um, or other um, providers that you will not be accepting a verbal order 
especially if it is not an appropriate time to be giving a verbal order because if it is just something where the physician is walking by and says oh can you put this in for me okay i'm gonna go home thanks that is not appropriate however small it is uh, the doctor should be putting in their own medications because i can't tell you how many times a doctor has done that and then the nurse looks over to me and says they said to do this right and that is something where i'm not going to put my two cents into it because i do not want to be held accountable for that and i will always tell the nurse when they are unsure of what a physician said to always call them and have them put in the order it is not worth risking putting in the wrong order what i'm saying and how a lot of hospitals are is that verbal orders are only for emergencies there is no reason that verbal order should exist other than for emergencies. Now let's consider that the order was put in appropriately and um, you are about to administer this medication and you want to make sure that you are doing it correctly and you have no errors. It's gone through all the checks so you're good there. What else do you need to do in order to make sure that you are providing the safest care possible? Um, so a lot of medications are very different. Um, they have different ways of reconstituting them. They have different things that you have to mix them into. So the thing that you need to do is you need to follow the proper medication reconciliation um, procedures. So uh, this is like reconstituting medications. If you've ever done uh, solucortef, you know that it has the fluid at the top or the fluid at the top and then the uh, powder at the bottom of the steroid that you actually have to mix together and it has that stopper in the middle. Um, so when I was uh, first coming into nursing, I had never done that before. And I know of people who just take the medicate the fluid out without actually shaking it up and you know popping that stopper in the middle and will just administer that dilutant and it actually has no medication in it. So that is really important whenever you get these medications, a lot of them come in boxes and they'll actually have like the um, directions on them, how to reconstitute, or they'll have that big list of or that big piece of paper in it that has everything you need to know about the medication in it. And if it is your first time administering a medication, you need to make sure that you are doing everything correctly and you are following the procedures. Now, this is something where um, the educator on the floor should be involved as well with new grads when it comes to uh, giving these medications, especially if they have uh, these kinds of special techniques in order to reconstitute or um, if you have to mix it with certain things or give it a special way. This is something that your um, unit educator should also be involved in. Now, I want to back up a step and actually talk about how you can be safe while actually taking these medications out of the Pixis or the OmniCell, wherever you get your medications. It is very important that you are not distracted while you are taking medications out of the bin because um, it is very easy for you to think that you have taken out one medication, but you actually took out another that was right next to it because a lot of these medications might be right next to them in the same cubicle and might not have those protective things that will pop up whenever you open the drawer. Um, so you cannot be talking to people while taking out medications. You can't be talking on the phone. Um, you can't have people um, talking next to you. You know, you can't be getting distracted. If you feel yourself getting distracted, you need to speak up and tell either someone who's trying to call you that you will call them back or if you have uh, someone who's trying to speak to you, tell them that you will speak to them in a little bit 
after you have finished getting your meds out of the Pyxis. Um, a lot of hospitals actually have a square <laughs> that you stand in um, in front of the Pyxis and it's basically if there is somebody in this square you cannot talk to them. Um, you cannot distract them. They are pulling medications and if you distract them and they pull the wrong one it will end in a medication error. If they do not realize um, what they've done before they you know give it to the patient. So that is very important. Uh, a lot of people think that it's kind of lame, you know, that, oh, I can't talk while I'm getting my, my medications out. A lot of people, that's where they have their, uh, their, their talks whenever they first come on the unit uh, for the shift is when everyone's getting their medications for eight o'clock. Now, if you are precepting somebody, this still applies to you. Do not speak to your preceptee. If they are pulling out medications, just make sure you are watching them and you're making sure that they are pulling out the correct medications. And at the same time, if you are pulling medications out and the preceptee is talking to you, you just need to kindly um, tell them that you cannot be distracted while you're doing this. And it'll be a great talking point um, for this uh, orientation for them to understand that this is a sterile cockpit and you cannot um, be interrupted or distracted for any reason. Next, you need to learn your hospital's policies and procedures, kind of like how I talked about earlier. But a lot of these hospitals have been through this time and time and time again. And there are a lot of stops and checks and um, things that the hospital will implement in order to negate these errors. And so that includes having double sign-offs for certain medications. And it's something that I think a lot of nurses try to bypass themselves just because it is so hard to... Uh, try and get a nurse who is free to come help you double sign a medication when you're trying to give it um, in a timely manner. And now this will kind of touch on another thing that maybe hospitals need to start working at or units and unit managers need to look at. Medication errors happen so much more often whenever there is a unit that is short staffed and you can obviously see why so that is another thing is you want to make sure that you are putting yourself in the right environment um, so that these errors do not occur so if you are going to a unit where they are short staffed they're always understaffed and people are always running back and forth you're tripled in the icu um, and you don't have time to fully assess the situation and assess the medications that you're giving or you feel like you can't then you need to get yourself out of that situation. You need to protect your license and do what's best for you. If that means getting a pay cut or anything like that, you need to find the best environment to work in. And this will bring me to the last thing that I want to say in order to help minimize medication errors and just prevent them outright is you need to take your time. Um, you need to have that time to be able to thoughtfully assess the medications you're giving, the reason you're giving them, how you're supposed to give them, how they're ordered, um, in order to make the right decision on how to administer that medication or if to, if it is appropriate to give. Um, a lot of units nowadays are understaffed, like I was just saying, and that kind of leads to a rushed feeling for nurses to get these medications in as fast as possible. Um, in order to get to their next patient. And now this is ultimately a failure when it comes to the unit because that unit is so understaffed that these nurses feel this way. But you need to 
make this a priority for yourself and you need to tell people if they are trying to hurry you um, that you are doing a very sensitive task and you are giving medications and you do not want to make a medication error. And if anyone gives you any fight back about that, then that is not the place that you want to work. So it is very important that you prioritize yourself and prioritize this task because it is very important and it, it seems to be trivialized a lot, but giving medications and assessing your patient's response to those medications is your utmost priority and you need to give it the allotted time that it deserves. All right, guys. So just to recap on what we went over in order to prevent medication errors, you want to make sure that you are not circumventing any of the checks that are already in place in the system um, when administering a medication it, that is the physician order, the EMR, the, the pharmacist going through it, and then ultimately you and the Pixis. Um, all those stops are places where errors can be found and you do not want to circumvent those. You do not want to override medications that it is inappropriate to override. Everything should be verified by the ph pharmacy that is allowed to and has the time to be verified. Um, next, you need to make sure you go through all those six rights for the um, administration of medications, which includes the right patient, the right medication, the right indication for its use, uh, the right dose, and the right time and route. Um, all of those things, if any of those things are wrong, it's automatically a medication error. Um, so you need to make sure you are prioritizing your time when pulling these medications and when administering them. Um, you cannot allow yourself to get distracted or pulled away or somebody wants to talk to you on the phone. It, this is very um, important times for you in terms of uh, patient safety and medication safety. So you have to prioritize that. And you also have to prioritize yourself in working in the right environment if a unit is not giving you the tools to administer medication safely, you need to find a better unit. That is not to say that all units are bad. There are great units. I've worked on so many great units that support their staff and um, lead to a safe culture. So it is out there. Do not settle for less. Um, I hope this really helps y'all. I know a lot of the new grads that follow me were having a little bit of anxiety when it came to this trial and they're afraid that the same thing will happen to them. You have the tools to not make errors as long as you follow the checks and balances that are already in place and you hold a strict structure to your administration of medications and pulling of them as well. So um, if y'all have any questions or y'all want to talk about it more, my DMs are always open on Instagram um, at Nurse Dose Podcast. Um, and you can also find me on my website, www.nursedose.org, um, where you can send me messages and sign up for my email list on there. Um, all right. So if you got any questions, just let me know. Uh, but other than that, I will talk to y'all later. Bye.